Hey, welcome to another episode of the Best Friends Discuss podcast. I'm your host, Mike, with my co host, Brad. All righty, Rue. This is bringing the energy today. This isn't your show, man. Okay. Uh, step up your game. <gasps> that's stepping up our game. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Aren't we smart? Omega, kindly fuck off. <laughs> For sure. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Uh, Hi, Brad. Hi, Mike. How are you? Good now. No, it's good in you. No, it's not. Anyway. Um, uh, hi, Brad. <laughs> uh, Brad, we are going to do uh, the fifth episode of On a Streak. And if you remember, the last episode... I uh, fucked you over. You boned me. You boned me hard. <laughs> Uh, we, the last episode, the theme was, uh, movies I also have not seen that, uh, I had to convince you to watch. Uh, and weirdly enough, I have not seen those movies. So, but Hey, as a Christmas present, uh, uh, last Christmas, I gave you, uh, one of the movies on the list and you know what you did? You said, what's this? (laughs) So it left such an impression. Yeah. Well, I was hoping it did. It was Predestination, the Ethan Hawke uh, time travel movie that uh, you just shit right on. So, so I mean, you know, whatever. Fine. Whatever. Merry Christmas, asshole. Hey, Omega, kindly fuck off. <laughs> Get out of here. You know what, Omega? I, I hate you with a special passion. Oh, but he loves you. But also, I do love you. Oh, my God. Look how close <laughs> he is to my face. Um, anyway, so the last uh, that was the last episode. That was episode four. And all right. All right. Can you... You're cramming <laughs> my style, man. Uh, but uh, we're doing the fifth episode. Uh, we have it themed. Um, but before we get into that, we have a sponsor. And that sponsor is us. Brad, tell them about the sponsor. <laughs> tell them about that nice sweatshirt hoodie you oh are wearing. My God. And also, I am also wearing, but you can't see because I'm behind the 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 uh, IMDb page. Uh, so, yeah. Um, anyway, Brad. Omega. Uh, it's Brad. like you get no attention here. Uh, uh, you yeah, don't. So you, you work we too much. have some great merch here. Uh-huh. Uh, we have the Heyo sweatshirt. Heyo, heyo. Uh, a few other things on there. We have just our regular best friends discuss T-shirts and the sexual Tyrannosaurus Rex uh, sweatshirts and and shirts mm-hmm. uh, on Teespring.com/slash best friends discuss. Yep, I believe that's the website. Thank you for sponsoring us. Um, it's the only way you pay me. Thank you for sponsoring us. Us. It's a little bit cheeky. I really hate how my glasses reflect uh, the light. Uh, I need non-reflective glasses. Um, but anyway, so with all the... Uh, oh, my gosh. Shut <laughs> up. Um, with, with all, without further ado, we'll just get into it. Uh, uh, the theme is uh, Net- Netflix Original Movies. That's the theme that I chose for this one. And the reason we're doing this now is you told me that you watch a lot of Netflix original movies. 
And I panicked and told you to stop watching any Netflix movies. <laughs> and that I was coming over today and uh, we would uh, do this so then you could watch Netflix movies. By the movies. way, I don't feel like this first one is one you should have been able to pick. Why? Uh, because you brought this one up and said that we both should watch this together. Oh. So oh. I have on purpose not watched this. Oh. So I feel like... So, okay. You sack the deck here. Okay, first of all, <laughs> uh, I don't remember that as a conversation. I remember I watched it, and I told you you should watch it uh, because I think you would find it interesting. Um, so without further ado, uh, the first movie I selected for us is The Trial of the Chicago 7. Well, um, you got the first point. I haven't mm-hmm. watched it yet. Okay, hey, let's not jump to conclusions <laughs> yet. Uh, so this is... Uh, this is a Netflix original movie. It just came out in October, December, something like that. Um, or not December, October or November. Yeah. Um, and this, uh, the reason I picked this one is because it's actually kind of pertinent of what's happening, you know, nowadays. Um, but also it's directed by Aaron Sorkin, who was the writer and director or producer, creator, whatever, of West Wing. Yeah. Uh, a show you and I very much like. Um, and so uh, that's the reason I picked this. Um, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't remember that conversation. <laughs> um, and that might be my bad, but you know what? Oh, well. Um, so it's a story about seven people who are standing trial um, because they, um, went to uh, the Democratic National Convention and incited a riot, and they were charged federally because uh, they were... um, uh, They went to Chicago to incite the riot. Nothing else but that. Um, So, yeah. Uh, I guess without further ado, let's just watch the trailer. There's nothing uh, major to say about this uh it has eddie rain redman main how would you say that name redman oh so like a normal person cool yeah. <laughs> um it also has uh sasha bear bear how would you say that name <laughs> shithead oh oh <laughs> i'm guessing you're not a fan not a huge fan honestly is that because of borat or because of uh of uh just you don't like him as a person. Is it because he's dating uh, or is married to Isla Fisher? You don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. Okay, cool. Good talk. You know, in Wedding Crashers, um, in Wedding Crashers, she plays the uh, redhead who is trying to get freaky with Vince Vaughn. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's Isla All Fisher. All right. <clears throat> let's, uh, let's go ahead and play the trailer. Chicago. Chicago. Sponsored by water. (laughs) Gage isn't here. Just ignore him. 
better that way. I think he's eating styrofoam. <laughs> Your dog is a genius. You know, it's really amazing. Hmm. They didn't even need to, like, do any shots for the protest. They just used real life. <laughs> Netflix actually saved a bunch of money on this, <laughs> on this movie. Copyright strike. <laughs> duh, duh. My name's not Dick Wolf. Oh, you know what we forgot to do there, Brad? Way to go. We didn't flip this. I don't give a shit. You don't want to flip it? No, we're good. Okay. Um, all right, so that's the trailer. Uh, what are your thoughts there, Brad? Boo Radley, if I may. I mean, it looks interesting. There you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, what, what interests you about it? Uh, just like the time period of it being, of when it was set, uh, just the story alone. Um, what, uh, what is interesting to you? I mean, you know me. I'm a pretty big fan of anything that has to do, like, politically and stuff like that. So I'm all for watching trials and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's right up my alley. And with everything going on right now, it's, like, pertinent. So it kind of gives you some backstory on some of the thoughts that led up to what we're on now. Exactly, yeah. Be <clears throat> because, like... um. Like one of the shows, like Watchmen, uh, show I brought up to you that I I wanted your take on, uh, because it is very much kind of like it's kind of like a Simpsons episode. Like they predicted the future, <laughs> um, and that's what like Watchmen was. Like it kind of predicted some of the stuff that is happening between um, some of the riots that are currently happening. Oh, I thought you were talking about the squids falling from the sky. Oh yeah, no, no, no that's a I I hear that's a February thing. Uh, that uh, next February yeah. is supposed to do that. 2021 is going to be way worse than 2020, folks. Yeah. Uh, strap in. <laughs> Don't strap on, but strap in. Um, but yeah, so it's the, it's the same kind of principle with this movie is that I was very interested in, in the trial itself and also like how like it almost seemed like um, 
it was all like the trial was rigged from the beginning. Like no matter what. Oh yeah, you can't go against the machine. Yeah, basically. Um and and you kind of saw in the trailer, you know, them them uh, you know, not letting um uh, uh, Mr. Seeley, the the black individual, uh, talk. Uh, he's not part of that group. Blah blah blah. This and that. He doesn't have his lawyer. Oh well, I figure you're getting represented by the Black Panthers. So yeah, whatever. Um, and it just really shows that uh, you know the government had such a tight noose around that trial. Um, but the reason uh, I wanted to watch it, the reason I told you to watch it was basically because of the of the riots happening of do you think that people will get start getting tr- uh, a trial off of it and will they be grouped in kind of like the the Chicago 7 kind of thing so so yeah uh overall what are, what are your thoughts i mean it looks interesting i'd watch it oh so you would watch I it i would watch it hot damn also i probably forgot to mention that uh currently my streak is 1 but oh shit that was the mouse <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Omega, stop looking at it. You're not going to eat it. <laughs> it's not styrofoam, you fucking dog. Because past my screwed you over in watching in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my next movie is called The Midnight Sky. Uh, it has uh, George Clooney. Uh, are you a big George Clooney person? Okay. Question. Uh huh. Is this even out, or are you trying to pick movies that aren't even out yet? Because that says December twenty third. <clears throat> <clears throat> Are you completely rigging this so you can't lose? Okay, first of all, no, I'm not. <laughs> this is the only one that is currently not out. It's actually set to release soon. Um, but this is the only one that is like that. But the reason <sighs> I picked it was I was on Facebook, and uh, uh, Netflix showed up and showed me the trailer. I watched it, and I had some interesting uh, thoughts on it. Okay. Uh, uh, question. That, that was not the main reason I picked the trailer. Sure, though. it wasn't. I believe you. No, that, that's the everything else is is currently out. Uh-huh. So, uh, do you know if Songbird is a Netflix movie? I don't think it is. No, I don't think it is. You want to look? We, we can, can look after this. Okay, after this. Uh, no, I don't think it is. Stay on track. Mark. Are you? Uh, is that a movie you're interested in? I am, but just for it's it's. 
I'm hoping it's such a shitty movie that it, it, like it's cringe porn. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a weird way to put it, but uh, so so bad it's good, you know. Oh, I know. Uh, so this movie uh, is called The Midnight Sky. It has George Clooney, and it's set in a post-apocalyptic uh, Amer- or not America um, world world where basically it, uh, everything is snowed over. Um, so it's almost like the day after tomorrow. So kind of. So actually, <laughs> the way I would put this movie is it's the sequel. <laughs> like, um, <laughs> except for that's Dennis Quaid, not George Clooney. Well, that's why it's a sequel. Dennis Quaid's dead. Oh, no, I don't want Dennis Quaid to be dead. He's amazing. Um, so watching the trailer, I would say it's almost like reverse Martian. Okay. So basically. George Clooney plays uh, a person. Oh, it's even directed by George Clooney. Looky there. Um, it's uh, George Clooney uh, is at one of like the satellite stations. Okay. And he uh, is communicating basically the International Space Station. I don't know exactly what it's called, but it's the International Space Station. Um, and uh, he's relaying back to them information. I don't know what re- information they're relaying back, but basically it's like. It's really cold. It, yeah, basically, it's really cold <laughs> and that uh, all life is pretty much screwed. Um, but yeah, but they are actually coming home soon, I believe. Excuse me. Um, so yeah, that's basically basically it. Is that that's kind of what I got from um, the the whole thing, the trailer? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it has a pretty all right crew. Um, uh, George Clooney, Fel- uh, Felicity Jones, David, uh, o- o- Olio. You screwed up, Sasha Barrett Cohen. You probably shouldn't even try that. His name's David. Uh, heck, I think he, I want to check real quick. I think, oh no, that's not. He was in a really good movie. Um, th- uh, Gringo, I think. I think. Hold on. I want, I want to just look. Yeah, Gringo. That's, yeah. That one was a pretty fun one. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I. <laughs> God, what? What is your phone? My phone, jeez. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, uh, we'll uh, just play the trailer uh, here. Was it Ego Kurt Russell from Guardians 2? It's like a stitch two glitch. Stitch has a glitch. Take a deep breath. Everything is going 
Do you think that was ice? Or asteroids? Maybe they were icy asteroids. Ooh. Never ever seen before. He really needs to shave. <laughs> kind of like how I need to shave? Yeah. No. All right, Boo Riley. Can I call you Boo Riley? Okay, we could just stop the... <laughs> The small talk. Uh, what do you? What do you? So what, are you, what are your thoughts? I feel like it's gonna be a shitty movie. You think it's gonna be a I shitty? Feel movie? like it's gonna be a shitty movie. Why is that? So I feel like is movies the like this. They're, they're, Five point two on IMDb. I mean, it's that's not even part out. of it. It's not even out. Um, it looks like they're trying to do two things. Uh, like split their resources, so you have like a story of like something going wrong in space, which uh -huh. you have tons of movies like that. But then it's also post-apocalyptic. So you have tons of movies like that. So they're trying to like split it between the two. And I feel like it's going to take away from the story just in general, where if they just focused on one, it would be different. Okay. But, and it, it partially looks like they're just trying to screw over one just to make it look like there's, an actual problem like just looking at that like especially like you look at the picture there and it's like all right so maybe it's a thing about a, a lonely scientist in arctic you know in the arctic who's trying to like get off the planet or whatever else uh-huh but then it's the space station that has so many issues that they may not be able to it they're it just seems like they're going to be adding shit just to make extra trouble when there possibly couldn't be any. I don't know. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you more afraid of the sea or of space? Well, probably the sea because... You'll never be going into space? Probably not. Let's say... let's. Well, how often do you go into the sea? A lot more often than I go space, into the space. Yeah. So. Let's say let's <laughs> let's say you go into space though. Would you, if you were in space, would you rather be in the sea? And if you were in the sea, would you rather be in space? Or if you were in the sea, you would be like, I'd rather be in the sea. It's less fucking dangerous. I think I'd rather be in space, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I don't know if I'd choose that as my way to die. Oh no. Nah, no. no. Um, so yeah, so this movie kind of it kind of reminds me of several different movies. It reminds me of The Martian, like Reverse Martian, where it's it's uh people from space coming back to Earth, but also it's not obviously not set on Mars. Uh -huh. Um, but instead, what it is is uh instead of Mars, with it being you know a dry tundra, it is instead. A snowy tundra. Yeah. I don't know if tundra is the right word to yep. put with sandy, but yes. that's what I did. Um, ooh, everybody's saying you beat your dog up on camera. <laughs> um, he can take it. He's huge. Yeah, he's a fucking dog. 
He's a horse. Horse. Yeah. Um, I mean, he is a dog, but, but he's it kind of so it kind of reminds me of Gravity, which it also has George Clooney in it, by the way. Uh, and That's then probably where he got the idea for this movie was after doing that role, and he's like, you know, it'd be a great idea. I mean, it's based it's based off of a book, um, but it also kind of reminds me of of um, uh, the Cloverfield paradox. A no, little bit. it doesn't. Not to me. Well, the space stuff. Um, Passenger. More than Cloverfield. I have not seen Passenger. Remember, that's a movie I haven't seen yet. <laughs> but, okay, yeah. I could see it from like the trailers and what I know of Passenger. But, but yeah, so... Just but, because Cloverfield, just having that name in there alone, I'm just like, there's not enough freaky shit in that trailer to right. like, give me that correlation where Passengers, that's more of a just like... Oh, just shit going wrong in space. Well, that's why I said <laughs> that's why I said paradox was because of the fact of like of the spaceship. Like there's they're up in space. They're trying to test stuff. They're trying to you know eventually come home. That's more of like yeah. what like a group of people on a space uh, station. <clears throat> so, but overall, I'm I'm interested in this movie. I wouldn't say that I'm like over the top interested in this movie, but like. It's probably something I'll eventually watch. Um, but other than that, I like I'm not fully excited for it. Um, but it was just a movie that I thought would I would uh, uh, sh- uh, shed shed some light on. Yeah. So, uh, Brad, have you seen this movie? Uh, no, since it hasn't even come out yet. Weird. <laughs> Weird. Uh, and would you watch this movie? absolutely i i love shitty netflix movies that's like the reason i watch all like netflix originals especially anything as soon as i saw like post-apocalyptic i was like booyah i'm in i'm in i watch every single one of like the weird alien space or apocalyptic Netflix movies. Like, all of them. I, I hope you know how surprised I am. Like, <laughs> when you were like, this looks bad. This looks terrible. And I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah, I love that's... bad space movies. Though. Right. No, no, I got you. But I was, I was waiting for you. reason I watched The Titan. Okay. Yeah. I was Shut just up. waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Worthington, you're my boy. Not really, though, because Avatar was eh. Um, but, but. Yeah, I was actually fully expecting you to say no to this. That's why I put it on the forefront. Huh. <laughs> All right. So you would watch it. Oh, absolutely. That's that's good to hear. Maybe maybe that's a movie we could talk about uh, uh, later. So that's cool. It's also another reason why I asked you about like Songbird. I kind of know what Songbird is, uh, but it, it's not. It hasn't been on my radar. Um, so now I'm on I'm pretty a sh- sure it's called Songbird. I, I think I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I think it's a star show, but, uh, anyway. Um, so I'm on a streak of three. Yeah, now. you sure are. So, uh, cool. Uh, that's actually surprising. Now, <laughs> now I'm kind of worried about this one. <laughs> so, um, Brad, this movie is called Apostle and it's a, uh, it's set in 19... 19- uh ought five right is that the best way to say that don't hate me don't hate me brad i just i'm just it 
listen, we're an international podcast. I'm saying ought like uh, they do in England. <laughs> yeah. Brad, well, do they say that in England? I'm pretty sure not. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Um, so, yeah, it's set in 1905, uh, and basically um, the main character, uh, Dan Stevens, uh, is uh, going to an island to save his sister that was kidnapped by a religious cult. And the re- uh, the head of the religious cult is none other than... Uh, why is his name so far down? What the fuck? <laughs> why why are you not even listed, my friend? Uh it's um um hold on shit, what's his name? Fuck. It's uh it's Michael Sheen. There we go. Uh oh, okay. Yeah, you know who Michael Sheen is. Um so uh Michael Sheen is the head of this cult. Um and uh they basically kidnap this guy's sister and hold her ransom for money. Uh, to to basically buy stuff for the island, um, and then uh, they like send him an invitation to the island that is like specially marked. Uh, and uh, this uh, Dan Stevens character is very clever. He's a very clever boy. Um, he sees that uh, the person in front of him doesn't have the same uh, mark on his little uh, ticket, and so he uh, stealthily uh, uh, switches the cards around. And uh, th- uh, the guy who uh, he switched with uh, then gets fucking beat up and uh, um, uh, is actually killed, I think. So, so yeah. So, uh, what I would say about this movie is it has a very much a, um, a Stephen uh, Keen feel to it. Keen feel to it. Did I say that right? No. Fuck. Um, Do you ever? No. Okay. King. <laughs> How about that time? Better? You're good. It's okay. better. It's better. So anyway, it has it has that kind of feel to it, uh, plus like Children of the Corn or whatever because it's a cult kind of thing. Um, but it actually has some, um, some weird fucking mystical shit happening. Um, basically, uh, Michael Sheen's character and two other people that were like, I think they were prisoners on a ship that got shipwrecked um and then uh they like wound up on this island and uh they were like we're gonna make this our home and they then found this weird lady on the island who is part of the island and they realized what they could do is is uh capture her and basically uh have like good uh, a good harvest and and good bounty and and you know make uh, the 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 livestock uh fucking uh produce uh younglings and stuff like that right <laughs> um don't 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 tell Anakin <laughs> uh little Star Wars humor but but anyway so so I. Uh, uh, Dan Stevens basically inf- infiltrates this cult, and uh, there's some weird mystical uh, religious shit happening. Um, Dan Stevens' character was actually um, he was very religious, um, and he actually you find out through the story that he was actually marked uh, by um, God. No, I, I, I'm trying to think if it, if it was Indians or if it was. Um, uh, uh, 
like Asian people. <laughs> no, 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 it was it was like Japanese uh, people uh, because they he went on a mission to take Christianity over there, and they he got captured and was actually burnt, and so he has like a scar of a cross he on was his branded. Back. Yeah, he was branded. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. But this movie has actually been on my radar for a while. Uh, I was very interested in it. Um, um, and I, I really like Dan Stevens. I think he's a, uh, I think he's a great, uh, great actor. Um, yeah, there he is. Uh, uh, and I wish he was in more things. Um, I, I, I think he's a great actor. So is Michael Sheen. Michael Sheen is just top notch. And you know what? It also has the actress. Uh, I can't remember her name. Um, nope, that's not the one. Um, it has the actress who plays, um, um, uh, fuck, Mary Austin, uh, uh, Freddie Mercury's, uh, uh, girlfriend slash fiance in Bohemian Rhapsody. It was her, uh, in, in this movie. I was like, oh, hey, hey, looky there. Uh, there is a very interesting scene. Um, there's a real dickhead. Uh, in this movie um, that uh, well, he's going to a cult. I'm sure there's a lot of dickheads. Well, this so movie. this guy specifically, this guy, he uh, has a daughter and his daughter got pregnant by um, the other person uh, that like founded the island. His son uh, uh, fornicated. Uh, with this lady and they were going to run away. The, uh, the dad found out. And so the, then the dad uh, basically beat the shit out of her and like cut her up. And then uh, the boyfriend uh, come stumbles upon that. And do, do you fucking mind Omega? You know what? With these great mics, that's not getting picked up. But I hear it and I don't want to hear it. This movie would have been way better with Thomas the Choo Choo Train. <laughs> All movies would be better with Thomas the Train. That's her. 
We have to find him. There's a weird thing where they have a, they like pee in a jar or something like that and leave it outside the doorstep. It's weird. I was trying, oh, there's those table clamps. <laughs> That's the boy. That was a cool scene. Look at that thing. Branding. That part was really cool, too. Uh, I gotta say, so the, um, the, uh, I, nope, shush, nope. Oh, oh I'm messing up. I'm oh messing my up. God. Oh my God. <laughs> Fixed it. <laughs> really? But did you? Shut up. <laughs> if we don't mention it, it will go away. Um, anyway, so the, uh, you kind of briefly saw him, but he, there was this guy with his like shirt off with um like branches for a mask. That guy was fucking creepy. But anyway. Oh my the god. The whole movie looks like it's just meant to be creepy. Yeah. Uh it does a really good job of that. Uh, uh it, it looks like it's supposed to be uh Saw in nineteen ought five. Is that how you say it? No, why would I say it that way? <laughs> you sound stupid. <laughs> You're bang out of order, sir. I mean, <laughs> shut up, Omega. Um. Anyway, um. Yeah, it, like there isn't a very much jump scares though. Um. It's more. I think it's more of like that. Like just imagery slash. Uh, That's why I said saw. Saw doesn't really have a bunch of jump scares. You, right, but it has more gore. This one d- doesn't have nearly as much gore. There was a part where this guy where they uh, drill into his skull. <laughs> Well, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know what, Brad? Whatever can help you uh, sleep at night, I guess. But uh, so, what do you what do you think? Other than the uh, like nineteen oh five Saw movie, any other thoughts? I mean, honestly, it's not a movie I'd really get into. Why? It just it doesn't look like my type of movie. Why? Honestly, the, when I first started, I was like, I'm getting Wicker Man vibes. Like, that was the first thing that came to mind. I would, I'll tell you this. It's not Wicker Man. It's definitely not Wicker Man. But yeah. No, I just, just the in general time period. And I really give two craps about cults unless I'm, it's mine. I was uh, about to say, you don't want to watch this and take pointers. Like, what? what do you mean? Like, this is. Like, it's about religion. You're a fairly religious person, and it's about a cult, which you want to start a cult. So, I mean... That's because I like to control people. Then why not watch this to get pointers? (laughs) 
I mean, it's there's literally like two things you should watch uh, to start a cult: this and also Jonestown. All right, that's those are the two things. And maybe you know what? A third one, maybe a Dahmer one, or you know what? Fourth one, all of the Disney movies, <laughs> especially Lilo and Stitch, especially Ratatouille. You literally have a, a mouse controlling a man. If that's not cold. And at the end, there's a bunch more mouse mice. Mice. Mouses. That Mises? show up. Mises. Mises. Uh, that show up. Uh, so, anyway. So, have you seen this movie? No. Would you watch this movie? Probably not. Okay. Just but. in general, I probably wouldn't. Okay. Damn. That's what I thought. Fuck. So I'm back to zero. <laughs> you should have finished out with the space movies. Well, I didn't know that. And honestly, I thought you would say no to that one. So, but that's fair. Uh, I did really like this movie, though. I watched uh, I watched another Dan Stevens movie on Netflix. Um, that will be another future episode. But anyway, uh, so that's a no. The next one. The next one. This Platform. one. Nine and three quarters. <laughs> get your get your stupid Harry Potter weeb shit out of here. What is a weeb? I don't even know. Um, so yeah, this is platform, and this is my foreign film that is on Netflix. Um, and damn foreign films. What? I tr- I try to get one every time. Um, so this is platform. And it's on Netflix, uh, obviously. And it uh, it's actually very... Well, no. Get the fuck out of here. Um, it's actually kind of interesting. So basically, um, it's a vertical prison that has a uh, two people on uh, every floor. And um, every month, they... Uh, they gas the room to knock everybody out and then they move them into a different floor. Why you may ask is there's a platform that goes through the center all the way down with a bunch of crafted food on there. And obviously, uh, you know, on the first floor, uh, they get, they get all the pickings. They, they nothing, everything's untouched and everything like that. And then it keeps going down and down and down. So if you start on the earlier earlier floors, you're more likely to eat get the good food. Yeah, get the good food, get nothing that is you know touched, um, and uh, and everything like that. And so, but if you're on like I don't know like the 117, then you're basically just starving, starving, looking every for day scraps. It goes down? Every day it goes down. Every day throughout the month it goes down. Um, and so. How does the people on the last floor just not die every day? That's actually one of one of the things is that uh, everything needs to go back onto the table. So if you take a say you take an apple for later, the room heats up and will cook you if you don't return it. So it actually punishes you for taking the food. 
So you need to eat when it's coming down. Um, uh, people have turned to cannibalism in this. Um, well, yeah, the bottom floors have no food. Right. Um, so so uh, one of the things is uh, not only is uh, the people in here, uh, they're uh, volunteering uh, or it's a prison sentence. And that's a way they can serve out their prison or imprisonment. Um, but if you're volunteering, you get to choose one item to take into uh, into the platform areas. Why would you volunteer? Um, I think it was I think the catch is like uh, uh, they'll give you something that you'd like desire. So one of the things was like, oh, one character, I think, just wanted, um, wanted, um, what was it? Wanted, um, like a scholarship or like, or like get paid for his schooling or all of his schooling is paid. Uh, another one just wanted a knife. Um, it it has a it has a story based. The more reason. you explain this, the more I'm just getting turned off on this movie. So so okay, the knife part of it. So the main character, I can't remember his deal, uh, other than I think it it was something to do with college, or maybe he just like was bored with his life and just wanted to get in, and I think he's getting money out of it. The whole knife knife thing is actually part of the story. So the main character's cellmate uh, was talking of why he's in this place and basically he killed a man using a, a knife that was on like the uh like a tv commercial where it's like it could chop anything and so he he bought the knife and then killed somebody with it uh and then uh with 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 buying that knife uh they came out with like the super deluxe version of that knife that is supposed to be even better than the old one and so i uh, they uh for killing that man they moved him into uh in
but whatever. You're just uncultured. Yeah. So I'm still on a streak of zero then. <laughs> so that's great. Um, so this next movie, um, again, uh, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, I watched it recently and this was probably another one of the movies that I put on a higher, uh, caliber. Um, but, uh, it's called the Red Sea Diving Resort and it's about, um, it has Chris Evans in it. It has, uh... Greg Kinnear, Ben Kingsley, um, one of my favorite, favorite underrated actors, Michael Kenneth Williams. Uh, I don't know if you would recognize him. Uh, Do you kind of recognize that guy? No. Okay. So he has a giant scar uh, down his face. Um, If you watch any HBO show, he is probably, will you, Omega, kindly fuck off. Thank you. Um, uh, if you watch like basically any HBO show, he's in it. Like they, they just, they basically just love the man and they're going to put him in, literally in anything. Um, but the reason he has that scar is that he was like a bouncer at a nightclub or something, or he just went to a night cl- a nightclub and somebody took out a knife or a piece of glass and just cut him. And, and then he turned to acting, and uh, he's been doing really fucking good at, at it. Why are you on my shoe, Omega? Oh, but you look so sweet on my shoe. <laughs> uh, he was in the uh, Assassin's Creed movie. Would you? <laughs> you were doing so well. I swear to God, if this mic falls because you're dumb, <coughs> I'm going to be pissed. Okay, go back to the red... See, diving resort. Do I have to boop you on the nose? I will boop you on the nose. <laughs> God, get out of here. Okay. Anyway, so uh, it also has um, uh, Haley Bennett, I believe is her name. Uh, she, I think, is a phenomenal. Yeah, Haley Bennett. Uh, she was the love interest in Hardcore Henry. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, she is probably one of my favorite underrated actresses, um, actually. But, um, but yeah, so basically this is based off of a true story. Uh, fuck off, Best Buy. Uh, just kidding. Love you. Uh, sponsor us. Um, but it's based off of a true story. And basically um, uh, there are Ethiopian uh, uh, Jewish uh, refugees in Sudan. And uh, if you know... Uh, Jewish people and Sudan mixed together like uh, peanut butter and pickles. Um, they don't. And so uh, Michael Kenneth Williams uh, is basically, he, he's of the Jewish faith and uh, he's trying to um, rescue these Ethiopian people by bringing them over the border and, and uh, trying to basically get them to run away and go to Jerusalem. Um, Chris Evans plays a agent uh, for the Israeli uh, uh, government, and uh, he has been helping Michael Kenneth Williams uh, bring people over. And he gets pulled out of, of the operation. He comes up with a new way to, to rescue these people. And uh, that is out of the Red Sea Diamond Resort. 
basically he goes to his government and is like, I have an idea. Uh, there's an abandoned hotel uh, on uh, uh, on Sudan um, that uh, is by the by the water. So if we could get people to there, we could then get them on boats and get them out of of you know Ethiopia, um, and and you know the the bad stuff. Yeah. Um, and so they they're like, so you want us to buy a hotel using our money? So you could do this. And he's like, yeah, obviously. And they're like, all right, let's do it. And so he, uh, you'll love this part. They have a, uh, they have a, uh, a montage of getting the crew together. You know, the whole, like, uh, you son of a bitch. I'm, I'm in. in. <laughs> uh, there's a whole moment of, of that. That is great. Um, and so they basically go and they set up the hotel. Uh, it ends up turning into like a real hotel, uh, because uh, they they made it too real, and so people just started showing up from like Germany, uh, and and other places like that uh, to uh, be at this uh, hotel to learn how to like uh, scuba dive and stuff. So they have to like start basically making a fake uh, hotel. Um, da, 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 da try and think what else to talk about for this uh and so they're just like hey you know what it's a great cover you know we actually have people here at this hotel so we make it look like it's a real hotel uh while we're actually smuggling people out of the country um so yeah we'll just Anytime Chris Evans is on screen, he's either shirtless or working out. Only recent Chris Evans. No, no, that, I'm saying for this movie. Oh. Do you recognize that guy from uh, Haunting of Hill House? It wasn't just a hotel. It was a last resort. Now we go to the serious music. Oh, I got to talk about that part. When his luck runs out, who does he fall to? Captain America. 
Um, so you having some issues there, bud? I almost told you just hit escape. Um, so one of the things I wanted to talk about with this movie was there was such a funny fucking part in it that made me laugh really hard uh, while watching it. Um, it was um, uh, the like the local like militia shows up to the to the resort and they're like, hey, we're just making sure you know you're not doing anything shifty, you know, like smuggling people out, uh, uh, you guys. And um, and so they were like escorting these uh the the five people from the resort uh uh to one of the trucks that they used to actually smuggle the people out, and they were like. Hey, we had some trucks that ran through a roadblock last night. We're going to check your trucks for any bullet holes because my guys said that they sh- they hit the truck. So we're going to check the back of your truck. And they're like, all right, go for it. So they ha- the rest of the militia has the five agents at gunpoints, right? You know, AKs, you know, stuff like that. Haley Bennett's character, it cuts to her. Uh, just standing there with a guy right behind her holding an RPG at her at point blank range. And I was like, what is that going to do? You're just going to kamikaze all of us. Like it was the, such the funniest scene for me is just to see Haley Bennett with a rocket launcher aimed at her back. And I was just like, what is that going to do, dude? Like, I know she's probably the I most hate you dang- so much. I'll kill myself. Yeah. She's probably the most dangerous person out of the whole group. But, um, there's another part where, uh, one of the agents, uh, they don't, they don't send any guns with them. Uh, so they're, they're strictly like no weapons, no any way to protect. Like the government is basically like, Hey, if you get captured, you're on your own. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys finds a harpoon gun and is like, and so like anytime they see like trucks come, like one of the buses of tourists that they didn't know were showing up, uh, they just saw in the distance, you know, uh, a, a trail of, of sand and, and the vehicle coming and they go get on the roof with the spear gun. And I'm just like, you're going to take out one person and that's it. What's your plan after that? Die. That's your plan. You, you do like the whole like with a bicycle where you put the harpoon right through the wheel so it just like kinks it and then the, the whole thing just boom, boom, with this. You know how much that's not gonna work? Oh, it's gonna work. We're gonna make it work. This is Hollywood. This they is, can make yeah, it. Yeah, this is Hollywood. This is Hollywood. But, um, but anyway, so back to the the serious part of it they so since it's a hotel they obviously have like keys and stuff and they have like a like a uh uh a sign that says like happily served and then you could like put up your own numbers they update the board every time they they send a group of the refugee refugees on on a boat and so i think they get up to like three thousand before they have to leave and that's in like less than a year i believe so it's a it's a really good story. Um, I actually think Chris Evans uh, made this movie right around like Infinity Wars or Endgame or something. Like a way uh, the reason he has the beard, he made it around that time, or maybe this was just made after. I don't know. But anyway, a uh, really good movie actually. I fairly enjoyed it. Um, so, uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, it looks good. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah. 
Um, and it's set in a good time frame for me. Modern day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> not 1905. <laughs> Ooh, that's cool looking. God, you sound stupid. Um, there was a really, um, actually, like, I would say impactful scene. Um, Chris Evans and one of his um, other people, Sammy, are are getting these ladies or, or or these refugees across the river, and they stumble upon. Before that, they stumble upon uh, a lady who uh, was assaulted and possibly raped. I believe she was, um, and they took her, of course, with them. Mm-hmm. And while they're crossing the seas, like of course the 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 sea is getting or the not the sea, the river is getting deeper and deeper and deeper, and she just like breaks off from the group. And then she just slowly like trips away and